Blog Talk Radio. Tasu. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I get my day together. Yes, Tuesday morning. Girl, working overnight is not my friend because when you work overnight, your your body is just everywhere. Like like literally, my mind is everywhere. Working overnight. So this has been a great uh, morning filled with news. Okay, we are looking at CNN right now, so they're going to be voting for the um, uh, the private education secretary. So. This is going to be this is going to be something because I don't want her to get it. You know, good morning. Yes, it's Tuesday, so Bessie DeVos will get voted in. I'm just going to predict that. Uh, the, uh, Senate the senators have the Democrat senators have been really fighting to not let that happen, but of course Republicans are in the majority. So even if they're at a fifty-fifty, of course. Vice President Mike Pence will be voting for her confirmation. So it's going to be something. So tonight I am super excited. The future of Obamacare debate. It will be uh, Senator Ted Cruz and Senator um, uh, Bernie Sanders. They will be debating tonight. So I'm looking forward to that because I don't want them to repeal Obamacare. I don't want them to repeal it. I want them to repair it because they do need repairs because a lot of folks can't steal their premiums are too high. But to re- repeal it, it will be kind of foolish. So I'll be on the air for about 60 minutes. So we'll be talking about the educational um, 
the Department of Education and to see will Bessie DeVos get nominated, uh, will get confirmed, excuse me. I believe she will get confirmed. It will be like a dead heat. But Democrats, they tried. Um, they, they, they tried. So shout out to my um, senators here in Illinois. They voted against her uh, confirmation. So that is a good thing. But unfortunately, a lot of Republicans is going to vote her in. No Democrat is voting for her. No Democrat. So that's a great thing. I mean, on last night, Cory Booker gave an incredible speech. It was very inspiring that to see um, Cory Booker, um, Senator Cory Booker, give a speech to say she's not qualified to run the Department of Education. She's not qualified to run that department. She's not qualified to do anything educational purposes because, like I said, she don't know anything about that department. I feel like, why would you run something you don't know nothing about? Your children didn't take advantage of the Pell Grant. You don't know anything about grants and loans. She did not know about, you know, about the guns. Do you believe that schools should have guns? And she didn't answer that question correctly. She was talking about, it's just sad because I feel as though it is so many overqualified human beings on this earth that can do that job and can answer every question correctly. Sadly, President Donald Trump is still not getting it. He's attacking the media, and it's just like the media is playing into Donald Trump's hand. I mean, even this morning, if you tune into CNN, MSNBC, or all the news, especially cable news channels, he pretty much made a statement when yesterday and said, well, the news don't really cover terrorist attacks. And I mean, dude, where the fuck you been at? I mean, the news I've been covering terrorist attacks from day in and day out. I mean, you can go all the way back to September 11th. You can go all the way back to Pulse Nightclub. They have been covering that for 24 hours nonstop. I mean, it's so many terrorist attacks that they have been covering and that for President Trump to say have not got enough coverage is just a fundamental lie. He have been lying from his he just have been lying. So what he's trying to do is water down the media power so he will have more power uh than than the media. He wanna get away from the media fat checking. He wanna say lies and he wanna make the media um shut up. He wants them to completely shut up. When when he got a policy or a plan, he don't want the media to say anything bad about it. He wants the media to speak good about Donald J. Trump. You say anything ignorant or bad about him, he gets upset and cry like a baby. But Donald Trump is the president, and he should act like the president and act presidential, but unfortunately, he will not be acting presidential. So, with that being said, I'm not going to be politically correct on it. I'm going to call him an ass um, because that's what he, he's acting like an ass uh, right now, he he needs to be focusing on making change to this country, like uh, building the wall. Uh, because if he build that wall and make sure he hire a lot of African Americans, we can get a lot of black folks to work. So if you want to build that wall, go ahead and build it. I mean, folks still going to get over here. They're going to climb in tunnels. They're going to go right down those tunnels. So you go ahead and build it. Build the wall today. Mexicans, whoever, they're going to cross under tunnels. They have so many tunnels. Make the New York uh, sub subway stations, um, make them look like dirt because they have so many ways to get to this country. It's unbelievable because you will never stop completely the drug trade. So as long as it's a drug trade, it will be illegal, uh, illegal um, back and forth. And uh, yes, it will be illegal crossings on the border. So 
if he want to build the wall, let him build the wall. So I'm waiting for that. All this banning Muslims, banning that, banning that, it's not going to work. I mean, let's focus on the big picture. Let's create jobs for Americans. And I just was watching CNN um, on earlier today. I was watching CNN all day today, but they had this piece on this young African-American that was healthy in high school. And unfortunately, he caught this rare blood disease. He caught this rare disease, and he just got ill. And so his family couldn't afford his medical bills before Obamacare. And once Obamacare came into place, he was able to afford Obamacare. He was able to afford Obamacare. He was though he was able to afford his family was able to afford the medicine, his care, his diapers, etc., all the care. So now Republicans and, and, and they're talking about repelling Obamacare. And people don't know how serious it's gonna be. So I'm gonna try to um, get more details on folks that is taking advantage of care and what they have gotten from Obamacare. And I want to get some folks on the line that actually, if Obamacare leaves their homes or how would that, what would be the reaction? What would happen to their loved ones that's currently on Obamacare? And that's speaking on healthcare. So it's a lot of topics that Donald Trump has just been dibbling and dabbling with. I can't keep up. It's over 100. And he hasn't been in office for a full month yet. And he has been just been confirmed January 20th. This is February the 7th. And yet he is still have uh, confirmations. He still got his cabinet to fill. And the reason why it's taking so long is not because Democrats not doing their job. They're doing their job by not voting for those idiots he want to run um, the educational system like um, uh, like divorce. So I love to. She should look like she's a great woman, but she's rich and she feels as though if I could just buy my position, I could buy it. And I don't think that's right. I mean, she's not the only one. If you look at Lit, um, this McMahon wife, the WWE um, CEO, his wife have been donating to the Trump campaign. So now she's supposed to be running the, I believe, the small business department. So. It's unfortunately that it's very unfortunate that we have politicians that support folks that just give them money and they're not qualified for the job. At least get folks that give you money and qualify for the job. But unfortunately, they're not doing that. If you write a three hundred and four hundred million dollar check, you can go ahead and vote. Go, you get that job. Oh, you want to run? What you want to run, Riley? You gave me. $40 million. Well, I want to run the Department of Transportation. Okay, go ahead. You don't have an experience. Go ahead. You know, that's what Donald Trump, that is his philosophy. You scratch my back. You put money in my pockets. I give you a position. That is what it's given me, and it's sad. This is very, very, very sad because these folks don't know what the hell they're doing. How can you get a, 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 a this woman, even though she's rich, okay, but she's just not the best choice to lead our children into the 21st to be able to compete in the 21st century. Our educational system needs a lot of work. We need a lot of work and we need a leader that will be able to come with creative ideas to, to, to make sure that our children, our brothers, our sisters be able to compete and also be able to have a good fighting chance to survive in this educational system. Because of course, if you know of your low income, your educational system, is different than folks that are middle class or folks that are upper class. You're, you're, it's just a different experience. So we most definitely need a director over that department 
that is going, a secretary over that department is going to do a great job. And she, to me, did not give me that I'm going to do great. But if you have any comments, 516-387-1815, like I said, I'm going to be here for one hour. I definitely want everybody to be able to give their opinions. Thank you to all the black people that have been calling their senators, their congress, to the white people. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and have been working. When I tell you that every that two Republicans said they was going to vote against the nominee, so that was a blessing. Even if they don't win, and I don't, I don't see them winning this battle, but they fought a good. They fought really good. I mean, they put up a good fight, and that is what I love about the Democrats. They have been really fighting for right now, so I hope they keep this up throughout the um, the Trump administration, throughout his term, so we can see that, okay, Donald Trump, you can't run this country to the ground, not without a fight, because that's what he want to do. He want to run it to the ground. And unfortunately, I was watching on yesterday, um, Congressman Maxine Waters, it's unfortunately that Donald Trump signed an executive order with regulations. He want to deregulate the banks. And you already know if you're deregulating banks, you want to take the banking back to the Great Depression. You want to take us back to the recession. And if you guys do not research, you guys do not know what's going on, please research what you are a part of. You are a part of this country. Know what's going on. If he's, talk, if he's signing anything... Excuse me, because I'm battling with this call. But if he's signing to deregulate banks, to deregulate this system and that system, it's just going to hurt the normal consumers, especially low-income consumers. Case in point, payday loans. Case in point, all these loans, these loans that uh, go on folks and that attack folks that are independent or attack folks that don't know about finances. And so the it's the government's job to make sure that regulators are not taking advantage of the consumer. So with President Trump in business um, or making money, he's the president, but yet he still runs and owns a business, even though he put his sons over, you know, that was nothing but just a little spoof. But he still called the shots a Trump organization. So whatever re- regulations he put in place is going to help him and it's going to help his family. And it's going not it's not going to help the middle class or it's not going to help. And I know a lot of white folks hate me saying this. It's not going to help a lot of poor white people. It's, it's going to hurt them the most as well as poor black folks. But I wanted to put that right on poor white people because that's who voted for them. People with no college degrees, people with just a high school diploma, and a lot of white women. So if the Affordable Health Care, I want to say that again, if the Affordable Health Care Act, if he end that or repeal that, it's going to affect a lot of poor white and brown black people. And I don't want that to happen. I don't want to see that law just gone with no replacement. Wow. That is going to be a disaster, and that's going to hurt the stock market because it's going to be a lot of people out of a lot of work, and it's going to have hospitals are going to lay off people because, of course, they start to hire more people in healthcare. The healthcare jobs went up because of Obamacare because they were going to take care of more insured uh, insured people, and that is the reason why it's so important to keep Obamacare in existence. We cannot erase it, but of course, they're going to do it because they're Republicans. They don't want anything to deal with black, anything that Obama did, even though it's good, 
that was a black man that did this, so we need to erase that. And that's what white supremacists do. They do, they, they do that well, and, and they try to erase anything that has to deal with black, anything that has to deal with anything that's great, erase. Anything that's not great, we're going to make sure we promote it, like some of these folks in this cabinet, like Ben Carson, like Omarosa, like like the pastor. I think it was Pastor Scott in Ohio. So it's just it's just ridiculous. I don't understand. I really hope that today just we just can get a breather. But with Donald Trump in office, you can watch the news all day and something's going to break. He's going to say something. He's going to sign something that's going to hurt us. And it's going to hurt poor people. And poor people are going to get it worse. Poor working class folks are going to get it worse. Whatever you describe yourself, if you don't have a lot of money, you're going to suffer. And you're going to have to work twice as hard. So, with that being said, 516-387-1815, I'm going to go to the song. Hopefully, I can report to you either it's a yay or a nay for um, Bessie DeVos. So, I am, you know, I really want to announce that because I want to, this is just foolish, man. If she get this, he could just nominate anybody right now. He could nominate me to run a department. Because if he able to get away with that nominee, then the ball is in Trump's court. And he's going to be able to do a lot. So Democrats continue to fight and constituents, the American people, continue to call your senators and Congress. Don't let them get past you without calling them. And do that so they would know, oh, we got people watching us. They not playing. 516-387-1815. And I will be right back. Uh, 516-387-1815. Since it's Black History Month, I do want to play. I have played Dr. King again, but I want to play I Have a Dream. And we'll be right back because it is Black History Month. And I don't want people to leave here without learning anything. So I do want to play. Uh, Martin Luther King's speech. I think this was I Have a Dream because I did not download Malcolm X's Ballad of the Bullet. So most definitely I will do that one tomorrow. And so I will play that entire speech. That's like an hour. So that will I want to pay homage to Malcolm X. So right now I'm going to do Dr. King. Tomorrow, Malcolm X. After that, I want to do um, I'm going to think of another and then I want to do a whole piece on Layson Hughes. So it's going to be really, really great because I don't want Black History Month to pass me by and we don't talk about anybody, any of our Black ancestors. We should always talk about them every day, but especially in Black History Month. Especially in Black History Month. All right, we'll be right back after this. And if you want to call in, 516-387-1815. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream. 
that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day, down in Alabama, with its vicious racist, with its governor, having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification. Yeah. One day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low, the rough places will be made plain, and the crooked places will be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is the faith that I go back to the South with. With this faith, we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day, this will be the day when all of God's children be able to sing with new meaning, my country tears of thee. Sweet land of liberty of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. And so let freedom ring. From the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire, let freedom ring. From the mighty mountains of New York, let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the crevaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, and when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, 
S-E-S-E-S. Well, that was Martin Luther King. Dr. Martin Luther King. So, I love playing I Have a Dream, but but that was not the entire speech. So, I think a lot of people, we play this every year, every year, every year, every year, but that's not the entire speech, ladies and gentlemen. So, that is just a snippet of the speech. So, get into the entire speech, and I most definitely uh, will be playing their entire speech on next week because I feel like we just give it that little snippet because he actually talked about a lot in that. Um, he had a lot of great speeches in his last two years of living. And his book, one of my favorite books I'm reading from um, Dr. King, was Community or Chaos. Where do we go from here? So I'm currently reading that, and I most definitely want to do a review on that on next week because it will still be Black History Month. And not just only that, if I'm doing a show in the daytime, I definitely want to talk about Black issues, about how can we – overcome that and what is the solutions we need to put in place so it was something else that was popped up on here okay the senate is voting on education uh, secretary uh, DeVos right now so they're going to be the voting have started so hopefully you know they talk and see I'm looking at CNN now in about eight hours I most definitely got to watch that debate tonight but Today is February the 7th, and it, today is Sandra Bland's birthday. Today is her birthday. I did post that on my Facebook wall. And today, I believe she would have been, uh, I believe she would have been, I'm just tracking right now, but today is Sandra Bland's birthday, so hashtag say her name. I most definitely saw that on Instagram, so I have to repost that. So it is on my Instagram, and so happy birthday to her. And it's just a blessing. And so the paraly- the paralyzed man I was telling you about is an article that I definitely want to chime into that an article about Howard and Mary Ann Clayton or Claytors uh, were they're talking about how the Affordable Health Care Act helped them raising their son with this disease. And the Affordable Health Care Act actually cut their medicine, cut the medical costs down in about $800,000 in bills that his liver transplant, that was before the liver transplant because he needed one, but that was already up to $800,000. So just imagine with these numbers, it's just a ridiculous with these numbers of how much it costs for health care, how much it costs for good quality health care. And in 2012, a study was found that about 105 million Americans with employer, provider, or individually uh, purchased insurance have some form of lifetime or annual spending limits on their benefits. So even if you have insurance, you have to most definitely make sure that it is a, you know, it's, you know whatever you need done is covered. And make sure if any incident or accident happened, to make sure that your insurance covered it because a lot of times, the employee have some um, limit on their benefits. So it's just, un- it's just, oh, my God. Like, I want to show my Facebook audience this picture of where the guy was before and after. I don't know if you guys can actually see that. But this was like a before and after. You could be healthy one day and sick the same day. So to live life to the fullest, and unfortunately, um, oh, President Trump wants to repeal Obamacare. And if you repeal Obamacare, this is going to hurt this young man and his family. And his family. And, and if you don't invest in health care, 
See, I don't like saying that. Oh, you're gonna die, but that is the that's the that's what's gonna happen. That is gonna happen. And the only reason why I keep bringing this healthcare up because it is so important. It is so important. Healthcare is so important that you would not believe how important it is until you really need it. And when you look at those prices, I remember when I went to the ER for um, for something, and I went to the ER just it wasn't nothing serious. I just went because I didn't feel good, and the bill was over like two thousand dollars, and I wasn't even in that long. I'm like over two grand. Wow, for a doc, for a ER visit, an average ER visit, you're going to spend over a thousand dollars. And don't get into the MLMs. So if I said it right, because some of y'all pronounce it in a different way, so don't even try to get that to get transported to the to the ER. That's more money. So healthcare is a lot of money, and I don't want them to repeal that. And they were talking about that on CNN on all the channels about repeal and replace. And it got into because with the news now, you can't stay on one topic. You got to get into multiple topics because Donald Trump is doing multiple. He's doing multiple things and you can't even keep up with everything that he's doing. And so I don't know. (laughs) All I know is I'm black. I'm proud. I got to work hard, but I will continue to use my platform to speak against anything that Trump doing that is wrong. What he's doing right. I agree with the wall. A lot of folks don't agree with the wall. I agree with the wall being built. Under these terms, if he hire a good amount of African-Americans, like 30 to 40 percent of the workforce need to be African-Americans or more and and have it enough so people can live off of that building that wall to get it benefits off of building that wall. Why not? If he have this whole American first, we need to do that. But unfortunately, who knows when he will build that wall? But if he do it, if he pay nice, and he need to hire black folks. I don't care how bad you get because he's going to build it anyway. If he really want to do it, he can, he's going to do it. I mean, I never thought he would be banning these Muslims, but the court spoke out against that, and that's something else. They spoke out against it. They said, no, it's a freeze on that. That's illegal. Unfortunately, yes, breaking news. Let me most definitely get my breaking news look clip because she has been confirmed. Oh, I knew it. It didn't even take them long, like at twelve thirty. <laughs> it didn't even take them long to actually not to uh, get it done. Like, come on now, they did all of that. Man, forget them. She is not. She is our new secretary. Yeah, Vice Pence break the tie to confirm Education Secretary DeVos. So that is breaking news on CNN. So Mike Pence's history. This is the first time that a vice president had to come and break a tie during a confirmation hearing. So Mike Pence, I already knew it. I called it before it happened. It's self-explanatory. I mean, Democrats done a great job forcing it to a tie. Unfortunately, it's not a Democrat in the White House. It is a Republican. So um, um, confirmed Education Secretary DeVos is confirmed as the Department of Education uh, as, as our new Secretary so of course I wish her the best I hope that she do well and I hope that she uh, surround herself with folks that is educated and that knew, that do know the public system and have great awesome ideas to make our public uh, school system better and also come with creative ideas so parents can have a choice instead of being forced to take their child to the neighborhood school. So whoever she has to work in her staff, let them be more, um, make them be educated on 
the issues and make sure that folks with disabilities are not being discriminated against and make sure that schools don't have, you know, folks coming in with guns, make sure laws are in place to protect our school, to protect our children, and to protect the faculty. So I wish her the best in this position. I, I did see it for her to do it, but this is where we at, and what can I do? I will continue to fight. I will continue to call out on her BS if she continued, you know, but this is what money can buy you. You don't you use your money. You can get buy you a position. A couple of million dollars will buy you a position in Donald Trump's cabinet. And that's pretty much anybody cabinet, including I don't want to say it, for even you know, even President Obama. I mean, he had uh had to uh be cozy with Wall Street. Because if Wall Street is backing you, you gotta return a favor. Nobody is giving you millions of dollars. Nobody's giving you millions of dollars for nothing in return. If I'm giving you fifty dollars or a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, I want to want something in return. Most people that give you money are not giving you money with no string attached. That's in politics. That's in life. That's in anything, and especially in politics, money rules Washington D.C. And if you a great donor. Your phones will get answered. You will make sure you be taken care of because you are the reason why uh, uh, that politician won with that money. And that goes the educational system down the fucking tube, down the drain. That goes down the drain. An educational system, our education system is is definitely in in dire need of a new leader. But with her, I don't think she's that leader. If she does, if she do come out and say, "Woo, she did a great job," I would be the first to admit it. But from what she was saying during a comp, you know, when she was in her confirmation hearing, it was ridiculous what she was coming up with her ideas and and she kept focusing on Christian schools and not Christian school will not fit our public school system. You cannot force a Christian school philosophy on public school. It's just not going to work. They took prep out of schools because of you cannot force your religious beliefs on anybody. So I am wondering where we're going to go from here. How will she do? And I would have loved for her to say, you know what? I don't want this job. And I'm upset that she got it. You know how you upset? Like, damn, I knew you was going to get that promotion, but I didn't want you to get it. <laughs> Woo. Five one six three eight seven one eight one five. Thank you so much for those that have subscribed to my podcast on iTunes. Really, I've been looking at the stats. Incredible. Thank you guys for sharing my videos. I want to also thank guys for you know tweeting me, uh, emailing me. It has been an honor and a privilege to be here uh, on this broadcast and continue to do it every single day. So, and today is I believe. Today is HIV Awareness Day, February 7th, so that you need to get tested. This is a great day to go do so. Um, if you need to go get tested, do it. Today is a great day. The Black Gate Caucus got an event going on in Chicago. If you're in Chicago, they're having a free event, and that event will be from 6 to 9 p.m. So if you're in Chicago... You need to go to that event if you need to get, you know, they're going to get testing. It's going to be a screening. So if you need to get any of those services, make sure you go to that event because 
It's out here, and it's free, and it's nice, and they're sponsored by the Department of Health. So go and support. I was thinking about going, I don't know right now because of this cold, but February the 7th is the 15th anniversary celebration, and this is um, this is um, National Black HIV and AIDS Awareness Day. I don't know why they keep putting color on, on these days, but anyhow. Um, this February 7th, 2017, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. That will be at on 43 at the Baton Show um, Lounge, um, 43436 um, North Clark Street. Again, that's 4436 North Clark Street. That's in Chicago. So that event will be starting at 6 p.m. They're going to be doing a uh, film screening, a meet and greet with the cast. So it's going to be great. It's free, open to all. Refreshments will be served, and it's sponsored by the Chicago Department of Public Health. So I'm excited for that. Um, congratulations to the Chicago Black Gay, um, Gay Men Caucus because they have still been a great outlet for the community here in Chicago. And I'm in HLR. Sorry, somebody uh, reminded me. HLR have their own casting call today. I don't have that address, but HLR, I will most definitely post that on my Facebook wall. They have a casting call. So if you guys want to be on a reality show or a scripted show, hit up HLR Tristan. Tristan, yes, hit him up because we are, they're looking for some new talent in Mark my words, they do need some new talent. So let me play none other. I just want to play um, Nina Simone, young, gifted, and black, and then I will give my close remarks, and we'll be done for this show. Because I just most definitely wanted to give my little two cents on um, um, Secretary DeVos. Oh, that's going to sound kind of creative. Come on, Nina Simone. Lift up my spirit.
Rome by playing a Nina Simone record. That, my friend, is an incredible. That is one of the best. You, they don't make artists like that anymore. I'm sorry, like just known for just vocals. No dancing, no gimmicks, just vocally get on that mic and sing. So, guys, I'm on Twitter now. Uh, Bessie DeVos is trending on Twitter. So, a lot of folks is upset. But, like I said, I mean, she's a Republican mega donor, confirmed as educational secretary after Pence breaks the tie. So, this is have been a lesson um, that a lesson that every American needs to learn. This country revolves around money. M-O-N-E-Y. And if you donate, your family is wealthy, you're going to be well connected. The, D- the GOP continues to drag our country down by confirming her as education um, secretary. She is clearly not qualified. But what can we do? Are we going to sit down, burn down buildings, and burn down stores? We shouldn't do that, and I highly say no. We should continue to fight, and meaning fighting you know, with our dollars and fighting with our time. So most definitely, we need to fight and let the Republicans know, hell no, we won't go. Foolishness. They're just so foolish right now. So foolish. And I don't understand. Bye-bye Common Core. What a huge victory. That would be a fool. That's not really a huge victory. I'm just reading someone's tweet. I think this is going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot of poor children. But, you know, the parents, I'm sorry, parents, need to get more involved in their children's education. If you're a parent, you're not involved, then who who gives a fuck who's who's over the educational system? Because if you're not involved in your children's life and their education, you don't care. And then I need to research the senators who took money from Bessie DeVoe or her family. Woo, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be really interesting. Who took money from her? It must have been a lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> well, we got a new um, new secretary. So no more Secretary Arnie Dawkins. No more of those. <laughs> it's, um, this woman, had, I don't, she don't have no college degree. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, she did have one. It's not from an Ivy League school, but no. No graduate degree, I meant to say. No graduate degree. So with that being said, I need to hop on Jack and relieve some of my frustrations. So I'm going to play Sony Go Bank. I have 15 minutes left. You all know once I end my commentary, the last part of the show, I'm going to start playing some artist music. Shout out to the artists I did play on yesterday. I didn't get a lot of artists in. I apologize. But continue to submit your music to WileyShow at gmail.com. I have the honor to buy Davey uh, or um, Record Distance. So I did get his record on last night on Amazon. That was like 89 cents. So 
I'm going to continue to play people's music, and that's what I do here. Let me play, uh, I'm going to play Jack, because I like Sony Copain. I, I think he's a dope rapper. I haven't heard anything from him recently, but this is one of my favorite tracks. And then they immediately fall in that one. I'm going to give my final thoughts, and we will end this broadcast. Where you at, Sony? <laughs> It's ISIS on the scene. You ain't no foreman. Hmm. Cause what happened? So, bitch, let me tell you. This black ass nigga done fucking hit me up on Jack. I hope his baby mother know. Cause if she don't know, well, she best to know. Cause what happened? Never met a motherfucker like me. In every city, best believe I got the key. I'm in the club, in the cut like bandages. They got beef, I got bread, let's make sandwiches. These butch queens be boosting, they mad, yeah, they losing. Hotels prostituting, they call it escorting. Your ugly bitch is too cute for me. Nothing in your name but an Instagram. Just got a notification on the app. Phone blinking, phone ringing, it's Jack. Trade nigga, hit me with that head, be like. Unlock for unlockers, but they dead, be like. Clean up on out, you need a mop bucket. My shit to the gods, my shit to the gods. But I ain't the whole just broke up with my nigga, you should know it. Treat you niggas like a blog, I'll keep you posted. Word of everything, all these niggas whack. Should have never let the pussy niggas smash over Jack. If I be hopped off the boat, got no paper, no stack. Niggas the life us, miss one one, come and cash that. Cash that, let me cash that, let me cash that. Shit and never let the pussy niggas smash up a jack, up a jack. Oh, 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 you niggas whack, oh, you niggas whack. Cause they never let the pussy niggas smash up a jack. Niggas on jack ain't shit. And all the niggas on grinder looking hit. All these bottoms call themselves top. And all these tops wanna be bottoms. My shit's so good, gotta wrap that shit up, save it for later. I can snatch a nigga from you, make the nigga cater. And see him, duffel bags full of snow. In the summer, throw your nigga under the pokey, the pig, I make him stutter. Just got a notification on the app. Phone breaking, phone ringing, it's Jack. Bottom nigga, hit me with that head, be like. Unlock for unlockers, but they dead, be like. They the type of girls that be filling out of H&M. Trying to make them pieces hit, but it ain't hitting, though. Kid game like breakfast, gotta have them early. Fuck a really day, I Give it to them early. Word of everything, all these niggas whack. Should've never let the pussy niggas smash off a jack. If I be hopped off the boat, got no paper, no stacks. Niggas the life us miss one one, come and cash that, cash that. Let me cash that, let me cash that. Should've never let the pussy niggas smash off a jack, off a jack. All you niggas whack, all you niggas whack. Should've never let the pussy niggas smash off a jack. I was going by the river, I was shaking that ass. Been lower by the pussy, I was making it cash. With my top first bottles, where you at? Where you at? With my real niggas making that cash. I was born by the river, I was shaking that ass. Been lower by the pussy, I was making it cash. With my top first bottles, where you at? Where you at? With my real niggas making that cash. They wanna know why my ass getting bigger. You know, cause I'm fucking her nigga. They wanna know why my ass getting bigger. You know, cause I'm fucking her nigga. Word of everything, all these niggas whack. Should've never let the pussy niggas smash off a jack. It's like he hopped off the boat, got no paper, no stacks. Niggas the life us and miss one one, come and cash that, cash that. Let me cash that, let me cash that. Should've never let the pussy niggas smash off a jack, off a jack. All you niggas whack, all you niggas whack. Should've never let the pussy niggas smash off a jack. Ooh, this is crazy. Actually, on I was catch me outside, girl was in an airplane fight 
You know, she's able to get away with a lot of shit because she's white. I'm going to say this again. She's able to get away with a lot of shit because she's white. If this was a black girl fighting, she would be labeled as an angry black thug. But since she's white, she get away with all this, and they're making it into, they're marking it into a whole cash me out, a money whole thing. It's just unfortunate. It's just very unfortunate. It's just very, this is a very, very sad soul. Um, I'm actually going to try to play it on the broadcast so you all can hear her, how foolish she is. It's tough for her to be that young. But, of course, the media, uh, I think she went viral for the wrong reasons. I mean, she needs a lot of help. And Dr. Phil doesn't give a fine fuck about her because Dr. Phil is all about the ratings. He does not care about that girl at all. All he care about is his show doing great. And all she doing is acting a fool. As I was acting a fool on the plane. Like, she's going to wind up getting hurt. Let her come to the hood and try that. Let her try somebody catch me outside. She would get her ass beat from the front door to the back door, from the up the block, down the block, around the block. So she, she, she. You know, she's good what she's doing at that because if she try to come in my neighborhood and do that shit, her ass will get her ass beat. It's just that simple. And unfortunate that that is what she that is what she want to do and that's her brand and people are trying to market her. Like, they're giving her merchandise. Like, this girl getting a lot of shit. But a lot of black girl, black girl's been saying all that shit all the time. So now when she's, you know what? Let's not make it into a race thing. Then they're going to be like, you're always making shit into race. Well, bitch, stop. Well, I have to. Because if it's that obvious, this is obvious. So let me play that. I'm actually, while well, that up actually uploaded, I want to say this. If you had a workplace or you had a job and they give out a survey or they give out any ideas, I want to say this. Like they give out surveys like, what can make the job better? Please participate in those surveys. If your job is coming out with stuff and they ask you what will make the job better, you know, please, please ask. So, and please, all employees should ask for surveys if your job is asking what will make us a better company, you know, what will help build team morale. It's best to ask for those questions. I know a lot of folks don't like to go to work and ask for any surveys or do anything extra other than their work. But please to take the time out of your job is actually, especially if you work in healthcare, especially if you work around people and they're coming with suggestions, it's very important that you participate in that process because you just never know um, what, you know, you just never know how that would change the morale of the people or you will never know how it would change your finance, you know, your salary. So it's just, you would never know. I mean, your salary could stay the same, it could change, but I would highly suggest that you participate in those. Um, actually, and you participate in those things. So I'm waiting for that to actually upload. I wanted to play it on the air, but you know how Blog Talk Radio do. So shout out to, I saw that Ahmad was watching earlier. So shout out to Ahmad. I did watch his broadcast last night. The broadcast was incredible. Um, I really love the topic that they tapped into on last night about the uh, working girls and all that. But most definitely, we will chime into the working girls actually fighting over $50. I want to chime into that on Friday. 
on Friday night because I have a special guest coming to the studio on Friday night. So that will be incredible on freaking Friday night. Oh, I'm going to play. Um, actually, I'm going to play Aaliyah. That Leah, 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 Leah. Well, not actually Leah. TC did Aaliyah. So bitches, guess what? I'ma show y'all how this went down. I got my little pillow bitch over here. This is gonna play the drunk crackhead home, trying to make it stay straight, but it won't stay. Alright, so anyways, so with the little fight piece that I only hit her one time, I ain't gonna chat, I only hit her one time. But anyways, so I I was standing right, I was standing my little ass over here, and my mom was over here, and my mom was gonna put you, because she was saying she wanted to fight me. So mom was like, put your hands on my kid, put your hands on my kid. My mom took her by her throat, pushed her back, and then the lady pushed my mom back, and you you could even see my arm, I went, do it, and I stepped back. So that's what happened. I thought some fucking kid was dressed hauling me back because I did feel something in my arm. But no, bitch, she got her ass whooped by a fucking 13-year-old because you want to fucking do heroin and fucking snort fucking crack and fucking cocaine and drink. So, bitch, that's what happens, ho. Play with it if you want to now. Catch me outside. Come catch me outside. Bet you won't fight me, ho. Bet you won't come fight me, ho. That is unfortunate. That is just a sad case of a serious case of mental illness. And the mama needs some help, too. I mean, both of them fighting. Come on now. Really? Really? That's what we doing? Oh. And people think this is a joke. It's not a joke. Um, let me take this caller, and I'm going to end. So this will be perfect. Um, 314 Three eight one, calling on air. No, I was uh, calling in support of Bessie divorce. Oh, you were like... in support of Bessie divorce. Well, why are you supportive for calling? <laughs> because of her the strong stance for school choice, which includes full vouchers, where a parent can put their child where they feel is better fit for them. Okay. Do you not agree with that? I mean, I agree with choice, but I also agree to be able to invest in what we already have. I mean, we already have an educational system that the government have failed to invest in, and they have been Are doing you kidding? It. 
Yes, they have there was a school in Kansas City before you run out of time. In Kansas City, Missouri, during the D six period, Judge Russell Clark met with the activists and asked them what amount of money would it take to derive the results that we're looking for? Now it's only thirty three thousand students in the school district. Someone said a billion dollars. Judge Clark said, I tell you what, I would give you two billion. After the 10-year period, nothing changed. That's a fact. Kansas City School District, Missouri. Well, that's so, the no. failure uh, of your uh, – that's the, uh, the failure of the officials there. I mean, if they don't know how to operate $2 billion, that's on them. I mean, we have to – Would you not say that's to, typical? I mean, that's not typical. That's just the, a neglect, the lack of knowledge and the lack of leadership. I mean, you need better no, leaders. When I say Just typical, like, when you look at inner city school districts across the country, you have the same type of results. So, if people want to stay with that, that's perfectly fine. I mean, that's but what not I'm necessarily true that, because name me one. Inner city schools do not get billions of dollars of resources. Maybe in Kansas City. No, I'm talking about as far as outcomes. That's I'm not talking true. about as far as outcomes. East St. Louis, Illinois, the average ACT score in that high school is about a 14.2. Well, so name that me necessarily a, does not, but, sir, I disagree with you. I think they need to get away from the testing model. They need to let teachers teach and not teach for ACT, testing. ACT scores in order for you to enter into college. You can't get into Spelman, well, with less, I think they need to which change, is I think all they need to change because ACTs, you, you think know, they ACTs should change? Very, you should change, should change ACTs. That. You think so? Yes. They need to judge. Okay, the so is this? Body so how would you not buy a test? Because that test is very, it's very biased. It's especially racially biased. Um, and it it's not biased. How is it racially yes, it biased? Is. So we should change. Wait a minute. Let me go to another area. So they should change okay. football combines in order to see if you are capable to join this NFL team. No, that's totally different. You can't compare apples and oranges. What I'm saying is we need to judge the student by its body of work, all the work that that student have done from the first grade all the way up to high school. We shouldn't just judge a student off of a test because a lot of students are very smart and flunk. Well, how do you, that's not how make do them a you dumb test, student. How do you see whether or not a person can do the work? I'm not saying that they're dumb. They can't do them, the work. Then – by giving Look them at your historical black colleges. Uh, okay, well, one more time. They're very look, at, look at your his, look at your historical black colleges and universities. You only have five that has a graduation rate above fifty percent in six years. You have some like Lincoln is low as twelve and seventeen percent graduation rate in six years. It's not the students; it's where they're coming from. They cannot stand up to the rigors. No, those parents that want to put their child in an environment that's better fit for their child should have the right to do so, and those funds should follow them. And thanks to Bessie's divorce, maybe this would occur. Well, that's, If well, you want your kids to stay there, I don't want my kids to sit in that environment. Well, well, sir, you change it. I mean, that's why we are a country of choice. We need more choices. I agree with you on that. But to target it out is, is underlining issues like um, the lack of proper funding and supporting 
um, a system to support good teachers. I mean, you have to get into that as well. It's a lot of great teachers out here. Some of your best black schools don't have certified teachers at all. Well, I can't speak on that because I don't know. I don't work in all of these best. I know Morehouse is a great um, a great. Um, I'm talking about elementary school. Your Marcus Garvey there in, in South Central LA has excellent but why are you, performance why are you and none of those teachers. Why are you not targeting poor um, white schools? I mean, you have fail, you failed to bring up because any I don't have schools. no poor white schools in my neighborhood. Oh, okay. You, and when you, you go, no then when you go to talk to them about theirs, you know what they say? Say, hey, you say? got your playful with your own schools, your own neighborhood schools. And it's not well, because of the building, because I can show you school districts that's put all let's put brand new buildings. Computer labs, the latest in technology, look, give people the ability to take their child where they want to and let the dollars follow them. Well, we got it 10 universities here. We we have uh, Spelman College, Howard University, Hampton University, Morehouse College. We have so many other universities that have Morehouse very is high, a good school. Very Morehouse high is a good graduation school. rate. So it is 10 black you know, we have a lot of historical black college universities that have a great graduation rate, but all college universities have their downfall. You only got you only got five above fifty percent, sir. I'm not just making this up to be evil. You got well, five you above fifty percent, and what you call great is about sixty percent. But that's all right. That's all right. We ain't but here to know, talk about that. Times, it's not that the student, but hold on, sir. A lot of times the students are not flunking out. They just some cannot afford to stay. Some have personal issues. So it's not just In grade all school? based on. It's just not all based on or academics. It's based on economics. It's based on whatever. It's just health reasons. So when you look at those statistics, it do not break down all areas. It just give you the graduation rate. What's the uh, the how good or bad the school is? It's just students decided for whatever reason not to continue with their education. They need to do a survey on that. Instead of just giving a broad statement, this is the graduation rate. And it's nothing wrong with black students. It's nothing wrong with strong academic black students not choosing to go to a historical black college and university, right? But you know the reason why, because other big top universities are getting those students, those black students, the top academic students are offering them X amount of scholarships. These historical black college universities don't have the financial backing to offer these bright African-American students those, those type of packages like a Harvard or Yale or Princeton or Northwestern or, or, or DePaul University. It's so many great, wealthy, white schools that can offer a black student that's doing very great academically that would love to go to historical black college university. Do you know really do you know that they don't have the best package? Do what you know that? that you have blacks that sending their children to colleges paying out of their money? But more of a phenomenon is that these elite schools like your Horace Mann's, your uh, Greenfield, I'm sorry, Fairfield and your uh, the ones out on the East Coast, their black attendance is starting to increase. And I'm talking about schools where from K to 12, it's $40,000 plus to attend. Okay. So those parents, well, that's a good thing. those parents, yeah, it's a good thing because those parents say they're not waiting around. They're not putting their, they're not going to chance their children 
to be going, you know, in these other areas. But they're saying we're taking control. We're doing acting accountable. We so you not think she's going to do that? So you think Secretary, you know, DeVos is going to be the savior of education? Okay. No, I think that what she's going to do, I think she's going to give a command and say that you have to offer school choice if you want well, to continue to get any form of federal dollars. Well, if that be the case, then make sure it's done equally and 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 make sure on all levels. Well, she's got to do it. She's got to do it equally now. We talking because about federal. I, feel like I though, think that the. Well, I just want to say this because a lot of schools don't get proper or enough funding compared to some of these wealthy schools. You, if you see how they divide it up by property taxes, there's just so many areas where a lot of these. Schools well, that's in, not true. Um, that's not true. Areas. Don't get enough property it's taxes revenue. Well, it is true here, in Illinois. I don't know what they uh, do in Kansas, but I know I they across the river from Illinois. I stay across the river from Illinois. How much? I stay across the river from Illinois. How long have that been, sir? I stay across the river from Illinois. And I've been studying this from since the seventy, because of the formula. In the inner city schools, get more money than the rural schools. That is a fact. Well, they don't give well, in, in urban areas in the inner city. I'm telling you for a fact, they don't get enough money. They don't get enough. I'm telling you. That. So your Chicago schools now. This was in the paper. This was in the paper during the teacher strike. Your ADA, which is your average daily attendance for Chicago public high school, is over seventeen thousand dollars a year per pupil. You can go okay. to Howard with that amount. I think Look public school it. should be free. I think college university it should, like be Bernie free. should be free. Well, it's not going to be free. Well, what you say about that? You don't, you don't agree with it because Donald Trump didn't come up with it. Did you vote for Mr. Trump in November? Did you vote for him? Absolutely, I voted for Mr. Trump and supported <laughs> him, went to his rallies, and didn't get rope burned around my neck. <laughs> Well, School choice, guns, and you know, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. You in Illinois, have you ever read the Chicago gun ordinance? That is a bunch of junk. Who wrote that up? If you got well, a gun at home, you got to keep – wait a minute. If you got a weapon at home, you got to have it disassembled? Well, you have to do what you have to do. And, and like I tell people, you don't like the law, um, organize, strategize, and make – Changes to the law. Why don't you just what? move over to Missouri? <laughs> I love it here in Chicago. I love being around my black brothers and sisters, um, and I love. We got being black around. brothers and sisters here in Missouri too, where you don't need a concealed carry license to conceal carry. On that well, particular, yeah. another thing I like Trump about is the immigrants. Illegal immigrants should be made to leave this country. If you don't have well, a visa that's not expired, you got to go. Well, that's and that also, be true, but but with Mr. Trump, you failed to realize he hired a lot of folks of those immigrants. So if he really go through with all look, that, it's going to hurt his pockets as well, and it's going to hurt the economy Trump, because you got to keep. You got to keep in mind, it's a lot of illegal immigrants that are currently working. If you say all illegal immigrants leave America today, it will be. Yeah, hurt but you know, economy. here's the point. They're currently working, paying into benefits that they can never receive because they're not U.S. citizens. How stupid well, that, is that? Well, sir, you should tell Mr. Trump, the guy that you voted for, and say, hey, you need to introduce some legislation so 
the folks that are actually having jobs so they can come out of the shadows and could contribute to society. I no, what I, I, what I, what I had written him, and I think he would support them. But those that are legally abiding citizens, um, let them pay a tax fine not, they, and um, learn English. And let if they legal citizens, America. if they legal citizens, I don't have no problem. But here's the thing: if okay. they're illegal, they should go. I think they should. They should. They if should expire illegal, a lot of these work visas. Uh, um, law abiding. I don't citizens. care. They're illegal. Well, you know, the, you, you know what Mexican. You know, have you ever read Mexico's Mexico's Constitution? Mexico Constitution puts foreigners behind Mexicans. I hear Mexicans here in the United States who's probably here what? illegal that's marching and protesting <laughs> and so on and so on. And hey, listen at this. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here's Mexico's constitution. It says foreigners not in wait a minute, hang on. That's the second one. Here it is, article Article 32. Now, listen to this. Mexicans shall have priority over foreigners under equality of circumstances for all classes of concessions and for all employment positions or commissions of the government in which the status of citizenship is not indispensable. In time of peace, no foreigner can serve in the army nor in the police or public security forces. That's Mexico's well, constitution. I, I agree, but 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 would you try to get at to to say that uh, foreigners or illegal immigrants have they are law law abiding citizens? All they want is a better life for their children. Since if they, they law abiding, why don't they come into the country lawfully? Well, but sir, you fail to realize those folks that came over at two years old, so they go back. They didn't decide to come. Yes, they parents. should go back. They they was illegal too. I mean, so what wait. is this about you? I, I, but you know what? But you know what? That's if technically according to the law, yes. But the law needs to change and get updated with today's society because we are a new, we just a new country. This is the new country. They're not going anywhere. They having a lot of babies. White people are not having no, a they go, Let me say, let so me tell you, you this, well, in the 1930s, might as well in the 1930s, here in this country, because they're not going anywhere. They tried to do it in the 1930s. In the day, it did not work. It, you cannot in the 1930s, over 20 the million last, illegal immigrants. It will not work. It is impossible. In the latter 30s, in the 1930s, sir, they did. They deported Mexicans. They deported Mexicans that was born here. Obama deported deported a whole bunch of people that are not readily known. If you're in the United States, you got to go. If you're in the United States, you got to go. We're not going. And Donald Trump, we'll get him out of here. Because he tried. Well, you to know, if, wait a minute. If, if the government don't do it, as as Article Ten of the United States Constitution says, if you're not getting what you want, what you should get out of your government, then it's up to the people and the states to take it upon themselves, and they well, will do it. That's not going to happen. Okay. Because we'll at the end of the, people at the say end what? Day, people say no, what? Donald Trump ain't going to get elected. No, I no. A lot of the media said that, but folks like myself said it is a strong possibility that he will be the next president of the United States. A lot of folks have. Well, we're not talking about point. individuals. We're talking about in general. In general, they said it wasn't going to happen. 
And it well, did. he's a white, he's a he's a he's a white racist man. So no, it's a lot of white. No, he is not racist. How is he racist? I know a lot of blacks uh, that's racist. Come on now. Well, you got no organizations in Chicago that's man, racist. But um, Donald Trump has said, "I don't want a black man doing my taxes. I want a Jew." That's not racist. Well, no, it's not. When you look and compare oh, who's okay. the best at turning money, I mean, oh, he's got a right to say racist, that. Uh, um, settling out of court with the Department of Justice. But there are black. His, but there but, are there are black Jews, aren't there? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, now, are you white mm-hmm. or black? Are you mixed or white or black? I'm, I'm not mixed. I'm a black African American. Objective. Get at oh, me. And, and you know area. what else? Wait a minute. You know what else? Wait a minute. Let me finish. You asked me a question. Ahead, Not only that, I'm a natural born U.S. citizen. Well, that's a good Barack thing. Obama. But do you know how you got to this country, sir? You swear you said all blacks in this country were slaves? I don't know. Did you know how your ancestors got to this country, sir? Answer the question. Sure. I can trace mine back over to the A-way area of the mountainous area of Ghana. Absolutely. Oh, but that now, all America, can't, but many can. That didn't say the, that didn't say America. I didn't hear you say United States. Should you? No, go you back asked to how. I, you, you asked how I got here. I'm. I'm. I'm a, I keep telling you. Well, I do. I have a Ghanaian wife. I do go back there all the time. Have property there and everything else. Unlike most people, don't. If that's what you're trying but, to get you know, at with me personally. Think, sir, you should be more, have you ever be been to Africa? Thoughtful. You should be more have thoughtful. Have you ever been no, to Africa? I have not been to Africa, but I did Google Earth it, so technically I was visually there, but I have let not me, been Let me tell you there. what you need to do. Get you a passport. Get a visa. It's very important that you get a visa because they won't let you off the plane. They, let you off the, they don't even let you on the plane here in the state if you ain't got a visa. But get a visa. That way you be in the country legally. Nothing well, sir, well, sir, if you know that there's more people leaving this country than entering to this country, but a lot of Trump supporters don't like to state that fact. And it's not our turn. Who's leaving? They leave a lot of people come are back leaving too. this country. They're not coming back because a lot of good jobs are going to Mexico. So why don't you talk with those business owners and CEOs and tell them why are they shipping your job to Mexico? Why is that? They're not shipping my jobs. My job was when you, uh, when the American Bridge was putting up Sears Tower in Chicago and other projects. That's the kind of work that I've done. But here's well, the point. Thank you. Thank Donald you. Donald Trump. You know. okay, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I really appreciate your time. And let me finish. But uh, it's going to be very interesting and in the things that's going to change. Blacks children, when blacks are polled, overwhelming, they say we want school choice. It's going to be good for them. It's going to be enjoy good. Enjoy your program, uh, man. Thank you so much. Enjoy your Make program. Sure Make sure you call in tomorrow. I'll call back yeah. again. Thank you. Okay, Please thank save you. the number of your phone. Uh-huh. All right, the All right. Wiley Show is ending. That was a great caller from Kansas City. Um, you know, we just disagree with opinions, and you just never know who's going to call in. So I'll be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. <laughs> Dumbass. Bye. <laughs> Antonio, you crazy. Let me end the show with none other than Santon. Santon, his video stands is available right now on YouTube to stream. So make sure you check his video out. It's dope. And I will see you guys tomorrow at 11 a.m. All right. Peace. Clouds cover the sea.